What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty Stores and Ulta.com. It is Friday, September 10th. I'm Gideon Resnick. And I am Priyanka Arabindi, and this is What A Day, reminding you that you should still get your flu shot, even if it is not the trendy (laughs) vaccine right now. Yeah, there is nothing wrong with a vaccine that's been around the block. It is older. It's wiser. It is a vintage vax, everybody. You can learn from your elders. On today's show, the Justice Department sues Texas over the state's new anti-abortion law. Plus, Facebook and Ray-Bans have teamed up on techno shades that are only mildly alarming. Hmm. But first, tomorrow will mark 20 years since the terrorist group Al-Qaeda launched an attack that brought down the World Trade Center, taking the lives of nearly 3,000 people. The attack caused a ripple effect that influenced many parts of contemporary American history, including culture, foreign policy, and policing. It also fueled a rise in Islamophobia. In the wake of 9-11, anti-Muslim policies, rhetoric, and attitudes were exacerbated across the country. Yeah, and in 2011, for example, the Associated Press found that the NYPD was running a surveillance program for almost a decade that illegally spied on Muslims in New York and New Jersey. And in 2017, former President Trump launched a travel ban on Muslim countries, just to name a couple of the many examples and how they have continued throughout the decades since. Today, we wanted to hear how anti-Muslim biases since 9-11 have hurt and transformed the lives of American Muslims like Shahana Hanif. When the attack happened, she was a 10-year-old growing up in Brooklyn. Today, she still lives in Brooklyn, where she is a community organizer and is also running for New York City Council, where she is likely to become the first Muslim woman ever to serve. Shahana, welcome to What A Day. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. So if you are above a certain age and you grew up in the U.S., you have your own memories of where you were on 9-11, your experience of that day. I wanted to ask you about your memories and your experience on that day. Yeah, I mean, it's been hard in my new position and role. I'm being sort of forced to remember uh, 10-year-old me in the fifth grade at PS230, which is just a block away from where I'm at right now, filled with debris. My middle sister Sabia and I were also brought home with a lot of confusion and chaos as to what was happening and why there was so much debris everywhere and Weeks after uh, 9-11, uh, Sabia and I were walking to the mosque. On our way to the mosque, uh, a driver in red light pulled down their window and screamed out terrorist. And so to know that us kids, 10-year-old, she was nine, this is our reality. Being seen as a threat, being seen as um, the carriers of what took place in, on 9-11, this stranger calling us a terrorist really defined um, how I grew up out here. And what was it like sort of in the weeks, months and years after that sort of wrapping your head around, you know, having those biases directed towards you? 
Yeah, I mean, one of the first things I had done is to bring the other young people together um, in our basement with the support of an older cousin who helped us write a letter to then-President George W. Bush. I mean, we wanted safety. We wanted him um, to respond to us. We, of course, never heard back, but I think, like, that... Uh, that demonstrates the sort of like next steps because the act of writing that letter, I think when I look back right now, I'm like, shit, like I uh, (laughs) I was going to be, I wasn't going to be quiet. Right. Yeah. You started to answer this a bit, but I want to know a little more about how your personal experience, you know, experiencing this bias aside from, you know, your experience community organizing, how that has affected, you know, your views and your politics. So throughout undergrad, is when I was really able to understand uh, the violence enacted by our government with uh, the Patriot Act, the creation of the NYPD demographics unit, the formation of ICE, that all of this was happening. These horror stories were caused by harmful, violent, xenophobic, Islamophobic um, legislation. So being a part of student activism on campus was critical for my politicization and really understanding these histories that were not shared with us uh, and needing to reclaim what was happening and and speak our truth. And so um, that fight continues. And what do you think has changed, if anything, over the past 20 years? On the uh, politics end and the electoral world, we are seeing many more Muslims run for office. And many of us who are running lived through the post 9-11 aftermath. It's no surprise to me that many of us are also running on really progressive leftist democratic socialist agendas and then also winning. Uh, 20 years ago, if someone had said, like, you know, I want you to run for office, like, I would have not even, like, known what that meant. Because 20 years ago, like, which Muslim ran for office on a on a leftist agenda? So I'm, the observation I have is that, like, so many of us were politicized in this way that we're bringing our fight to city, state, federal levels. Yeah, Absolutely. So we mentioned earlier that the NYPD once conducted this mass surveillance on Muslim communities. And I was also reading this essay in New York Magazine yesterday from someone whose high school interest in photography led to an actual FBI investigation, it appears. Another person reported her because she looked of Middle Eastern descent. It is insane. We can link to it in our show notes. But so what needs to change with local or national policy so that Muslims don't continue to be profiled in this way? The fight that I'm involved in right now is that in the past two budget cycles of the city council, we did not take any money away from the police department's budget. We fattened it up a little bit more. And so the divestment of the police department's budget is a priority coming in. The conversation about abolishing ICE is top priority, too, because similar to the ways in which informants exist. ICE has been operating through the pandemic, picking up undocumented folks, detaining them, separating them from their families. ICE cannot exist. That is an agency that came out of 9-11, directly after 9-11. So those are like top two demands that I'm going to be fighting for. I know that that's not an easy fight. Legislators cannot be quiet or hide 
uh, during this moment. And as the first Muslim woman elected to the New York City Council, um, I feel uh, more responsibility on ending um, uh, surveillance and demilitarizing the police department. Yeah. And and just to close, you are an adult and kind of have your own experience, you know, with this in the past and kind of going into it. But I want to know a little bit more about what you say to Muslim kids when you meet them or talking to them about the ways that, you know, this is impacting them, the people who are born into this and maybe don't understand as much about how it started. Um, Our young people ought to know how government has treated us and communities of of faith, communities of diverse ethnicities. Um, We ought to know uh, these histories. And so, um, but I want young people to grow up in a place where they get to call their home, that they're not forced out of their neighborhoods because community centers don't exist or they don't have the after-school programming that they want. Um, Or they feel that when something happens, um, they can't turn to an adult or a mentor to share um, and and seek out support. So we have a lot of work to do, um, but I'm inspired by young people because young people are leading the way. Um, I'm really excited to bring on young people through the campaign into City Hall. Um, And so I'm excited for that partnership. Yeah. um, Full note to end on. (laughs) Seriously, yes. Um, Thank you so, so much, Shahana Hanif. She was a 10-year-old in Brooklyn when 9-11 happened and is now running for a seat on the New York City Council where she could be the first Muslim woman to serve there ever. Thank you so much again for all of your time. Thank you. We will link to a recent article featuring Shahana Hanif and her story in our show notes. And that is the latest for now. It is Friday, Wad Squad, and today we are doing a segment called The Solution, where we propose a fix to a news story that has created chaos in our world. Deadline announced CBS's new reality competition yesterday, a show called The Activist, which Mm. pits people against each other to see who can do the most good. Mm -mm. The show features celebrity (laughs) co-hosts Usher, Priyanka Chopra, and Julianne Hoff, plus six contestants. Together, they will tackle the least politically charged causes CBS could think of, which are health, education, and the environment. Uh Quantifying someone's activism is no easy task, but thankfully, the show's producers have figured it out. They will judge contestants based on online engagement and social metrics. Okay. (laughs) Adopting the black square model of making a difference. Oh, Lord. The show is set to premiere on October 22nd, but so far, the response has been extremely negative, with lots of people describing it as cynical, toothless, and a transparent attempt to cash in on suffering. Okay. (laughs) So for the CBS activism contest, here is the solution. All right. We need to make every celebrity watch the full Gal Gadot Imagine video every day before they get out of bed in the morning. In watching their peers sing a song to people in lockdown while also living in the house from the movie Parasite, the celebrities will be reminded of the power of performative activism to induce a full body cringe that requires treatment with acupuncture. Now, they'll see that there's a difference between making a meaningful effort to help and simply reminding people that you read the news occasionally. Mm. And importantly, if they're ever invited to host a show that has them say lines like, say, sorry, reproductive justice, but I'm sending you home. Or because you got the retweets, you won potable water for the developing world. They will decline, change their addresses and promptly enter witness protection. Now, getting celebrities to finish the Imagine video is going to be hard since scientists have shown that by minute one, it causes a fight or flight response that is akin to an attack by 10 bears. 
but it will be worth it. For this show in particular, it will grind production to a halt by Usher's third viewing, leaving CBS with millions of dollars they can no longer spend on their cage match for activism. After trying to start their own charity under the James Corden Karaoke Without Borders brand, <laughs> getting absolutely ripped to shreds, maybe they will just give the money away. Maybe, just maybe. That was The Solution. We will be back after some ads. What a day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, Books promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Plus, Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, and that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Therapy is great for, you know, you know that thing that just is like sitting on your shoulder, you can't get over it, and you just sometimes need somebody to talk through it with? Therapy can be helpful for that, you all, okay? You got to get it off your chest, you know? And you can do that with BetterHelp. So visit BetterHelp.com slash WAD today to get 10% off your first month. That's 10% off your first month at BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash WAD. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. The Department of Justice has sued the state of Texas over a new law that bans abortions after six weeks before most people even realize they are pregnant. During a press conference yesterday afternoon, Attorney General Merrick Garland said the new law defies the Constitution and deputizes random people in Texas to report doctors, drivers, or anyone who may help someone get an abortion. Because the statute makes it too risky for an abortion clinic to stay open, abortion providers have ceased providing services. This leaves women in Texas unable to exercise their constitutional rights 
and unable to obtain judicial review at the very moment they need it. In essence, the DOJ is asking the federal court to rule that the Texas law is invalid under the 14th Amendment and the Supremacy Clause, which says federal law takes precedence over state laws. The DOJ is also seeking a permanent injunction against the law, which would bar anyone in Texas from enforcing it. Listen, I am not a legal scholar or a lawyer. I just know I hope it works. Yes. President Biden addressed the nation yesterday and had this to say. My message to unvaccinated Americans is this. What more is there to wait for? What more do you need to see? We've made vaccinations free, safe, and convenient. The vaccine is FDA approval. Over 200 million Americans have gotten at least one shot. That is on fact. In his speech, Biden also announced a slate of more stringent requirements intended to curb the surge in COVID-19 cases across the country. Most notably, he signed an executive order requiring government employees and contractors to be vaccinated with no option of being regularly tested to opt out. The new plan also requires all businesses with 100 or more employees to require workers to be vaxxed or tested regularly or face big fines. Biden also said he would require healthcare workers at facilities getting funds from Medicare and Medicaid to be fully vaccinated. These new rules are expected to affect as many as 100 million people. And in similar news, yesterday, Los Angeles became the first major school district in the country to require all students 12 and older who are physically coming into classes to get vaccinated. Yeah, these are coming. These mandates. They are. That's just I'm just telling you the truth from from my lips and Joe's uh, Brazil's right wing president, Jair Bolsonaro, is bravely standing up for misinformation on the Internet, including but not limited to posts saying that he is incredibly healthy and has only gotten COVID a normal number of human times. Brave. Yesterday, Bolsonaro passed an order banning social media companies from taking down specific types of content. Content like his own claims that the only way he'll lose next year's election is if it is rigged. Now, this is the first time a national government has prevented Internet companies from removing content that violates their platform's rules. Social media companies are rightfully speaking out, saying these rules will allow misinformation to spread more than it already does. Thankfully, this out-of-pocket law might not last long. Legal experts say the country's Supreme Court could strike it down before companies have to comply. Good. Good luck to them. Um, also, in social network fun, I don't know if we're calling it that, but uh, sure. we'll go with it. Facebook has revolutionized the way we can be scared that strangers are taking pictures of us by making normal looking Ray-Bans with cameras in them. <laughs> Released yesterday, the so-called Ray-Ban stories are equipped with two five megapixel cameras, two speakers and three microphones. There's a lot of gear. Yep. And they sync with an app called View to send pictures and videos straight from your eyes to your phone. Unlike the ill-fated Google Glass that came out in 2013, Facebook's glasses don't augment reality, so you can't look through them and see turn-by-turn directions or things like that unless you printed them out. Uh, but Facebook's history of protecting people's privacy is what we call very bad. So they have <laughs> taken some actions to preempt concerns. For instance, they have included a white light that turns on whenever the product is recording, mm-hmm. yep. informing everybody around you that your glasses have become spy glasses. <laughs> The smart shades start at $2.99, or you can access similar technology for purposes that are equally scary by joining the CIA. I don't, these are, this is spy gear. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, I don't know why you need this, but if you feel that you do, uh, you can get sure. them, I guess. Go off. <laughs> no one is stopping you. And those are the headlines. 
that is all for today. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, warn us. If your glasses are recording, please, and tell your friends to listen. And if you're into reading and not just post removed from Jerry Bolsonaro's internet like me, <laughs> What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash subscribe. I'm Priyanka Arabindi. I'm Gideon Resnick. And imagine, and imagine there's, there's no, no hunger. hunger. I can't say that. I can't take myself seriously. I've been roped into a scheme yet again. <laughs> again. What a Day is a production of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun and Jazzy Marine are our associate producers. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our executive producers are Leo Duran and me. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. As a chef and a restaurant owner, I'm as meticulous about my cookware as I am about my ingredients. That's why I love Made in Cookware. Each pan they make isn't just designed to perform, it's crafted to last. As a mom, I love that I can trust Made in. It's made from the world's finest materials, so I can feel good about what I'm feeding my family. I'm Chef Brooke Williamson, and I use Made in Cookware. Shop chef-quality pots and pans at madeincookware.com. With my busy life, I use shipped same-day delivery to keep up. When I need a jar of extra creamy peanut butter delivered, I know my personal shopper Amber will come through. And if it's not on the shelf, she asks them to check the bag. Shipped. Delight in every delivery. Learn more at shipped.com.